Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Ford? Honda? What does that have to do with gaming? I got the gaming quizzes for all my whizzes. I just found this new game that I'm falling for. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And that's right, guys. It's time for another episode, a repeat episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 78. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with my good friend, Ryan Matoy. What up? And the Huntsman 420. He's on a show, and he's over there texting. I hate him so bad. No, I'm reviewing my gaming quiz. Do you want to come at me again, Papa Bless? Yeah, I'm going to come at you. Most people have it on the PC. Bringing no, I do partly because then I don't have to mess with that. I got all my stream up here. Hey, I got my setup, bro. Come on. All I know is you're like way eighty or way nineties slash eighties. I don't know what's going on. There's like two different styles clashing. Mm-hmm. You talking about my Star Wars shirt? Yeah, Star Wars mixed with that's Rocco's Modern Life in the background. And hey, uh, I'm a I'm a time traveler. Totally nineties. I'm a time traveler, so you don't worry about it. Okay, I won't. Mm-hmm. Sounds like my Where's daughter every from? day. Oh. Monster Energy, baby. And no, they're not our sponsors yet. Maybe someday. But anyway, we got a good show packed up. It's a different different schedule. If you're watching on the live stream, it's a late night one. But uh, if you're on the audio podcast, we're all over. We're literally time travelers when we're on the podcast. Yep. Any time of day or night. We can be there, whispering sweet nothings in your ear. You whisper? I don't even know if that's a thing. Does Ryan whisper? I love to whisper. It's always a careless whisper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> careless well, whisper. Tonight, tonight, Hunter is bringing the gaming quiz to uh, to set the table, set the mood, you know? Actually, it's going to be to end the mood. Because he's going on last. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's the way it works. Like the end strong. But mm-hmm. We usually keep his gaming quiz to the end because it's almost always the best thing. Yeah, and so it's so fun. At the end, we keep you guys hooked. You yeah. know what I mean? You're waiting for that gaming quiz, which you could always just skip ahead or watch the YouTube reel when we get that going. It's kind of like when you, know, you hit the Chinese buffet. You know, by the time you're done, you can't go no further. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta put the buffet at the end. That's what I view that's it. Right, the meat. Yeah. The milk. And me and Ryan. Well, we're just gonna bring you some gaming news. Yeah, I'm going to bring you some, uh, maybe one regular story, but I'm going to stick to some eSport news tonight. We want to hit that kind of stuff at least once a month, you know, with our uh, eSport sponsors and involvement that we're trying to get in that. So that's the direction we're going, and uh, we're loving it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, I think we're just going to bounce off each other. Is that correct? You do one, I do one. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, pitter-patter. Yeah, pitter-patter. 
Yeah. You guys are pretty bouncy, so that'll work. Wow. wow. Don't make fun of my fatness. All right. Let's hit the news, see what's going on in the world of gaming. Leaks for Geeks. It's time, guys, for the leaks for the geeks, the news for the dudes. Yep, also, sorry. guys, who's stuck it out this far into the show, a little plug. If you would please go like and share the podcast, uh, like the page, share it out, let people around you know what you're into oh, yeah. and what Delirious Dads Gaming is all about because we want to grow this channel so uh, you know we can do more things for you. So uh, please check that out. And uh, also check us out over on the Patreon if you want to donate some cheese mm-hmm. to the Delirious Dads. I figured we would catch you in the middle or the, mm. the early beginning of the show rather than waiting till the end to, right. uh, yeah, yeah. I like it, I like to it. ask for help. So. Anyway. Leave us comments and concerns. Let us know how we can get better. Tell us what you'd like to see. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Stepping into gaming news, Ryan. Take it away, my friend. Okay. I'm going to start off with some news about the top mobile game. Now, this news kind of like got me running down a rabbit hole a little bit because I've been seeing ever since COD Mobile came out, uh, we even covered a couple stories about COD Mobile and how they kind of topping the charts and breaking records and number one and this kind of stuff. Um, well, come to find out, they're really not, and they never have been. They're doing well, and they have broken records, but never in the sense of being overall on top, right? So some, t- some of the articles we've read and some of the things we've talked about, in my opinion, kind of came off with the vibe um, that, that they're the best. Well, really, they just had like, the best first month and some things like that, that kind of made them seem that way. Right. Um, to where in reality, I, I pulled up the, the list today of the number one mobile or the, actually it's the top 10 mobile revenue games, how much revenue they brought in overall, which would include in-game purchases plus any kind of purchases, uh, you know, through the actual app store, right. And stuff like that that come from it. Um, Cause you know, most games are free to download nowadays. So, but this is total revenue from that game and their mobile arena and uh, Call of Duty isn't even in the top 10. So that kind of made me scratch my head. You know who is number one? Who's that? PUBG. Mm, so PUBG oh, wow. still pushed. So they're beating out or they're beating out the, the multiplayer Call of Duty then. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're beating out uh, another, another game that was pretty big, which is from the same company. Tencent um, mm-hmm. is honor of Kings. They just passed them up, and I guess Honor of Kings has actually been the top revenue game. Okay. Uh, and then uh, PUBG just passed them up. And so that's what kind of got my my mind going on. Wait a minute. How come I remember all these articles about Call of Duty? And sure enough, I looked them up, and there's plenty of articles about them and how great they've done. It's really about how great they've done in such a short amount of time, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But uh, this article specifically is covering the month of July, and in that month, the top revenue game was PUBG. So let's talk about what kind of money these kind of guys are generating in a mobile game because it's kind of uh, mind-blowing. Okay. So PUBG Mobile, it says they've overtaken uh, Honor of Kings to become the top grossing game worldwide for July 2020 with an uh, over 10% increment 
um, from July 2019. So they're up 10%, which means really they've done good consistently for a long time. It's not just some big spike. Um, the game's total revenue reached, Just let's just guess how much. For This is just one month. Okay. Oh, one you- month revenue? One month revenue. Yeah. Guess how much you think it is. Um, oh, let's see. 1.5 yeah. mil. I'll go, okay. I'll go a little bit higher. We'll say 2.3 mil. Uh, try 208. Oh my wow. God. For a right. mobile app. For a mobile game. So that's is just all the in-game purchases? I guess is so. It free to play? It's free to play. Yes. Two, $208 million. Man. Uh, is what the 208.8 so almost 209 million dollars is what their total revenue was last month according mm-hmm. to uh, a report by sensor tower it okay. says around now listen to this this is very interesting you learn some things when you dive into this gaming news that you never ever even would have thought about or known and we've realized that when we're looking into some of this esports stuff too mm-hmm. around 56 percent of the total revenue is generated from their chinese version of the game Mm. which is called Game for Peace. Never even heard of it. Mm. I've not either. Yeah. yeah. Game for Peace is their Chinese version of the game, and uh, it's obviously their highest contributor at 56%. The U.S. follows with only 10%. And who's the number three Number three top contributor? I would never have guessed this. Saudi Arabia mm. wow. is, right, is right behind the U.S., and neither one of us are anywhere near what China's bringing in on this other game that we've never even heard of, Game of Peace, which is the same game, right? It's just yeah. under a different name. Um, to me, that's crazy because you just don't know that kind of stuff because you, you, they're not going to throw their numbers out broken down like that usually, right? It's just one right. big number. And I, I assume that's mainly U.S. And I assume it's mainly on the game called PUBG. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would never assume... That and I would never think that Saudi Arabia would be near the top of the list. Like that's just not the, you know, being an American, that's not what we would think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I would think maybe uh, you know uh, some of the maybe some of the bigger European countries could be near there, right? Or maybe you you take you take the whole UK into account or something like that. And I would think they'd be near the top for a game like that. Or even Australia, I think, would rank above a country like Saudi Arabia. Um, well, like now, clearly, you, now, I don't. now you see why Blizzard's want to take care of that mobile market mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with China. I mean, you know, just yep. the amount of China. the sheer amount of money they can make in that market compared Hello. to our market if, on a mobile. You know, we we right. talked about uh, the restrictions on gaming on consoles and stuff like that in China. I wonder if those same restrictions reply or apply to mobile games. I bet they don't. I bet they're really hard to regulate in that sense. You know what I'm saying? So so those those games are going to be on when the other ones are shut off. You know what yep. I'm talking about? Yep. So Smart. maybe that's why they're pulling some extra money. Um, another thing, going back to when you're talking about PUBG was on top of Warzone or uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty on mobile isn't Warzone, right? It's just the multiplayer. No. Yeah, it's, yeah, just it's multiplayer a different game. It's on, Call of Duty mobile. Mm-hmm. It's what, not even Modern Warfare. It's its own game, completely right. separate. It's and like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. William okay. in, the, in the Facebook chat has said that doesn't necessarily mean that PUBG is more popular, a more popular game. And he says, aren't they giving away oh. Warzone for free or were at one time? Um, they are, yeah. they are like, like Hunter said, they are on the console and the, uh, the consoles and the PC. But, but I think, yeah, the, I don't think game, Warzone could run on mobile. No, it honestly. doesn't. But what I, I don't know if you knew if, 
I don't know if William knew we were talking mobile, but even going to mobile, um, Call of Duty is free on that also. Uh, right. But he makes a good point. There may be a lot more um, in-game in -game purchases that you can can make on PUBG. Right. You know this, does not, this does not reflect users. Now, I know that COD, one of the records they broke was first, uh, they were the, they had the most users in a month than any game ever for mobile. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the, so they definitely have some user base uh, and they're still doing well. They're yeah. just not up there with these big dogs. So uh, the same company, right? Tencent, they've got another one, which is what we just talked about. Uh, what's the name of that other game they have? I just mentioned it. It was called Honor of Kings, right? Mm -hmm. That one that's it's second. It's a close second. That game's pulled in 192 million in July. So you're wow. talking about 400 million between two mobile games owned by one company a month. A month. That's yeah. some crazy revenue. And you know, sometimes people go, you know, they kind of talk about PUBG and you know, it's not really polished. And when are they going to finish it? If you're talking about it from like a console or PC mode, right? Um, but it's it's been such a groundbreaking breaking game on the mobile side that I don't think it I don't think it matters. I didn't realize they were raking in that kind of cash. Um, and you know this is beating Fortnite or any of that, right? Fortnite's included in that too. Mm -hmm. And so Fortnite does great, but they're not touching it in the mobile scene, not yeah. like PUBG is. So That's I just thought that was some interesting <laughs> info. That's really interesting because PUBG's kind of. It's kind of died off. The the hype it is seems kind of like over it. for that, and everyone's mm -hmm. went on to Fortnite and and now Warzone. Um, right. And, and well, so clearly, I, that's I in the PUBG's American market. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's um, why they're only getting ten percent from us. And William did specify. He said no. And the, he said the comments are delayed. He said so. I meant something else. You said so. I think Call of Duty Mobile does have battle royale feature, but it's not exactly Warzone. Okay. So maybe a smaller mm. scale. I have to check. Yeah, they that. they did they did say they were going to be bringing battle royale. It just didn't have it back when we were first playing it, but it Maybe. was supposed to be a mode they were bringing. I know Warzone itself. I think they hit seventy five million players recently. Yeah. So, and we'll talk a, we'll talk a little bit about it later on. I feel like every episode. For some reason, too, I feel like, and this is I played. Okay, so I actually did try the um, PUBG on mobile right when mm -hmm. it came out because I was kind of pumped about it. Um, I do think it plays easier for me on mobile. Like, like okay, for instance, just the mechanics of it and how basic the guns are and stuff like that. Um, and you don't, you know, Call of Duty's got airstrikes and they've got kill, um, what kill, it, kill streaks, streak, all, all kinds of stuff like that, and all these extra things you can pick up, radars and heartbeat sensors, and you don't see that in PUBG. You know, it's very simple. You grab your guns and you try to make it to the end, right? Um, yeah, I think it's I think, optimized for mobile. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it plays better on mobile, and I think there's less that you have to. It's I think Call of Duty. Uh, if you're taking a game like Warzone or even just a regular Call of Duty and putting it on mobile, it's too busy. Yeah. Um, to sit, you know, wherever. Because for me, when I take a mobile game, I mean, I I don't hardly play my mobile games just sitting at the house. I use them when I'm at the airport. Um, you know, in uh, when I'm traveling, when I'm at a friend's house, wherever. Uh, and so I want something that's a little bit easier to run it, a little bit easier to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I know I tried Minecraft mobile at one point and it was kind of cool to, I was like, Oh, I got Minecraft here to play. But as you were saying with the example of Call of Duty, same thing. There was too much going on. I was having to control my character and then I got to click the button and go to the whole big menu and 
figure out what I want to use and move stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of too much for my fingers to, to handle. Now, one thing is, you know, relaxing and enjoying it. Microsoft has really been pushing for the mobile with their new, um, uh, what do you call it? Mm, Microsoft. What's the sign up deal? The thing why I can't do it. Yeah, but what's it called that we've been talking about signing up for? They don't call it xCloud. Game Pass. Oh, yeah, Game yeah. Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Game Pass, you know, they've contracted now with um, the with uh, Samsung. Mm-hmm. And so Samsung is pushing with the new Note, which I'm about to be picking up next month or later this month. The new Note get, comes with a free subscription for Game Pass, and it's optimized for playing those games. Mm-hmm. And so... It's, it is kind of interesting to see. I think a lot of the younger guys are still doing the, they're, you know, they're kind of okay with playing these full-on games that are made really for consoles or TVs, and they're playing them on their on their mobile. Now, one of the things that's nice about these new phones is with the Samsung and stuff, at least, you get what's called DeX, and DeX allows you to hook up to your big screen. So you can play on your phone, but play on your TV that's in your room. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So you're your phone is really just your controller and your console, and you can make your TV just like a computer and play on on Xbox uh, Game Pass, which is kind of an interesting concept. And, of course, it's all cloud-powered, like Clint mentioned. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of stuff going on in that mobile market. Maybe we're just the old dinosaurs that just aren't ready to, <laughs> ready to roll with it, so to speak. I don't know. Well, uh, the next bit of news that I want to talk about, Ryan, this one's a little more up your alley. Um, I guess there's a, a new game coming out or an expansion uh, called Control. It's an Alan Wake, Alan Wake expansion, mm-hmm. um, and I I think you had mentioned something about that to me. Um, I don't know if we discussed it on the podcast, but yeah, we uh, talked about uh, that Control acquired Alan Wake. Yeah, bottom. yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to so, see it. So, so they're doing this expansion. Story tied together. Yep. Yep. Well, they, they have announced that uh, work is underway on a new game that's set in the same wor- world as Control and Alan Wake. Uh, Thursday's mm. PlayStation uh, PlayStation presentation revealed the return of Alan Wake and Control's uh, AWE expansion. Uh, Remedy uh, creative director Sam Lake has revealed a larger play at hand that will tie more of the studio's games into what's been officially dubbed the Remedy Connected Universe. So they're kind of playing this thing like Marvel did, um, which Mm -hmm. is uh, let's grab all this stuff, tie it together, and make one good, solid story. Um, And have these different characters that come from different games and can interact. I like it. I like mm -hmm. the idea. They say here uh, in quotes, what took place in 2010 in Alan Wake um, is one of the cases that the Federal Bureau of Control has been investigating. The AWE expansion is the first official Remedy Connected Universe crossover event, bringing more Alan Wake lore into control. Uh, Lake mm. said, and this is just a humble beginning. We're already hard at work on future Remedy game uh, that also takes place in the same universe. I like it. Yep. Now, I, now I want to check out Control. You know, we downloaded Alan Wake for free a while back um, when it was being promoted on... Uh, Epic, I believe, mm-hmm. and or we didn't download it, but we purchased it, you know, for free. Yeah, and yeah. so I could go back and play a little bit of that, and play Control, and then get ready for that next game. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. They say Control's AWE DLC 
We'll see Jesse uh, Fadden explore the investigation sec- sector of the oldest house uh, to learn more about paranatural happenings called Altered World Events. Um, you can mm. access the DLC once you've cleared the seventh main mission of Control's campaign, at which point you'll head to the investigation sector and eventually confront a nasty-looking creature lurking there. Um, the mm. Control's second expansion releases August 27th on PS4, Xbox One, and the PC. So it's okay. good. It's it's not neat to see old Alan Wake get a, a revival and, and kind right. of be brought back into light. Because what they did, I thought was really cool. It's just that internet and things of the time just didn't really right. get a smooth transition. And now we see with all these seasons that come out with Battle Royales and, mm-hmm. and things like the MMOs where you're getting constant updates. Uh, yeah, just, they were probably just a little bit ahead of the time. Their stories were still was still great, and the mm-hmm. gameplay was still very unique. I enjoyed the game a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Control is the one about like the telekinesis, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever the you control stuff in your mind, telekinetic. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Right. It had been really cool, and I this could probably never happen. But they, if they bought the rights to Stranger Things and twisted into that, Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. that'd be sweet. that would been cool. Like I guess it's just another eleven, you know, like a. Mm-hmm. I guess they're kind of they're kind of doing that with um, um, Dead by Daylight, you know, where uh, the what is that thing called, the Void or whatever it's called in the in the game. It yeah, has right some now. kind of contr- no, no, no. In the Dead by Daylight universe, whatever that void oh, thing yeah. is, it's got some kind of control on these serial killers. Like it's causing mm-hmm. them to want to kill more, like in this realm, mm-hmm. like to collect these souls. So right. whenever they bring in these new uh, characters or these characters from the TV shows or movies, there's still some lore behind that of how that universe got pulled into the, this universe and this mm-hmm. creature in the game is using them, so to speak. Right, right, right. Yeah. I like seeing stuff like that, so that's really cool. Well, that's all I have on that one, Ryan. Okay. Well, the next one I got and the rest of them that I have is going to be in the world of eSports. The first one is going to be, I don't know if you guys have have heard about them, but B-Site is a Flashpoint organizer. Basically, they have um, put on events for Flashpoint, and for uh what do you call it counter strike right global offensive that's that's kind of what they're known for uh they have a flashpoint league for that flashpoint is a mode of playing within counter strike Glo- global offense and so they have a league that's set up that they run and uh they're probably one of the top leagues i think for esports in that department for counter strike and uh they run, you know, obviously the different tournaments. And if if you guys, most of you guys kind of have an idea of esports that are listening out there, how it works. To make it simple, a league would be just like the NFL. It's exactly the same thing. There's set teams. They, they're playing through seasons. And they're contracted with different owners of these different teams. So it's a, basically just like an NFL or the XFL or whatever you want to call it, MLB. Um, so I would say that's exactly what this is B site is a league like that set up for the purpose of playing flashpoint okay. counter-strike. Now what they've moved on to uh, just recently, which is good news. And we've been talking about this game and we've been saying, we think this game's got a lot of potential and it was doing well even before it's real, it's first launch, but it's cool to see a big 
league pick them up. And I don't think this, I don't think B site has any other game that they do. They just do flashpoint counter-strike. Um, um, and so now they've picked up though, uh, riot games, Valorant and are starting a league for them. So that's a very high level, big revenue league that's going to be stepping in and they know what they're doing already. You know what I mean? And setting up, setting up a, a, I guess you could call it an arena or a area in which these guys can expand and, and become even bigger within the world of Valorant. They can be part of some high level professional teams, you know, have spots on those teams and have a real contract set up for the season and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure with how big Valorant's getting, B site's not the only one, but it is pretty cool to to see them getting into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to touch Valorant with like a 10-foot pole right now. Because uh, we've been playing Warzone? We've been playing other things, and you know how those yep. those games go. Now we're going to get on there. If we <laughs> if we try, we're just going to get murdered. We get sucked. Yeah, we get yep. sucked to the new. The and new we're going to get so discouraged. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you don't have the time, you know, to do all the games mm-hmm. you want to do. There's so many games since doing starting this podcast that we've missed that just there just wasn't time in our schedules to be able to sit down mm-hmm. and, and, and play it. And it's like, that's, that's when you're really sad. Just, you know, you're literally at the Chinese buffet, but you can't eat. Mm. Oh yeah. You know? I hear you. This they says on here. They just took the I last crab leg for the night. <laughs> oh man. They're so stingy with those crab legs. They're like, oh, wait yeah. to put more out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The, uh, the, uh, says that, I guess it's the, this would be the first competition, the first wave for this league. Um, I'm not exactly sure how they're stepping into it, but it says the first one will have a $50,000 prize pool and it'll feature five of B's sites, founding partners, cloud nine diagnostics, gen G immortals and team envy. So I guess these are, um, it says the other three competing teams are team solo mid sentinels and t1 uh so there's a couple teams that aren't just part of their um i guess inventory from their old leagues if that makes sense so this will pull in three leagues or three teams sounds like from outside of people they're already um what would you call that an ownership of right i mean in a in the nfl the nfl owns rights to those teams but they don't own the teams right i mean right. i don't really know how that works but basically, I think those teams have contracted with the NFL, and that's the same way this works here. These people mm-hmm. have contracted with uh, B Site, and it sounds like these are there's three new teams that are going to be contracting with B Site to play Valorant okay. under this league. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I misunderstand some of that. You guys have to forgive us. No, for that, that makes uh, sense. That, that is how right. the NFL runs because yeah, they don't own the individual teams decide that they want to play for the NFL <clears> the National right. Football League. Right, right, right. Okay. Now they have to meet so, certain criteria to right. yeah. maintain status there, but yeah. Right, under contract and stuff with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. overall, you're correct on okay. that. Yeah. Well, well uh, you can take the next one. Okay, I will take the next one. Uh, next one we're going to talk about, guys, is uh, Call of Duty Season 5, Warzone. Um, mm-hmm. This part uh, isn't so much of an article that I read. It's just things I'm seeing online. Um, season 5 right now is a little bit of a glitchy mess. 
one of the things they're having uh, happen is the guns are glitching out and actually blocking players' view. It's random. Um, it's happening uh, on different streams, you know, throughout hmm. Call of Duty. Um, and Infinity Ward has confirmed that uh, the issue is there, and they're working on trying to fix it. Um, nice. I think there's some other glitches going on, you know, so people just aren't happy right now with uh, the glitches, you know, and you include the other issues with cheaters and hackers and all that. Um, but Infinity Ward says they're getting on it. They're going to get a fix for it. Eh, nothing new as far as, you know, it's a new update. These things usually right. happen. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on previous updates if um, they had as much of an issue. With, it's probably with, not super with, common either. You know, these streamers play all the time, so they're going to run into it probably. They're catching it more. Where we've played a little bit since the update, and we have, you know, we haven't had any of those issues. Yeah, I did have one weird issue with Hunter, but I don't know if it's a game or just the connection to the computer or what. But I had a had it load a game where I didn't have any textures. That was every, every, everything was claymation. I could see. Oh, through, really? Yeah, I could see through walls. I could see where all the players were, but I couldn't see the objects. And when I'd run, I'm like hung up on a staircase, and I can't even see it. You know, uh, stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, they, I say that. But I, go ahead. I was gonna say we got in a gunfight with another uh, duo, and I downed one, and he downed me at the same time. And I was like, Clinton, the guy's right there. I see his feet behind the. There's like a generator on top of a building, you know. And mm-hmm. Clinton just starts unloading into the side of the generator. Because <laughs> I can't see. I'm like, what is going on? So this guy just jumps on the top of the generator and kills Clinton. Oh it's like, God. what? Yeah, it was great. It was good. I restarted. I, I rebooted the game, though, and we were good. You but, know, I say that, but then uh, my lag definitely increased, which is hard to measure. But I know for sure when I jumped on, I noticed lag even in the menu screen in mm. comparison to. Now, remember, guys that are listening, I'm playing on a virtual PC through Shadow Gaming. So I deal with lag, and I, uh, you know, I even switching to my laptop versus my desktop, my lag was cut way down. So it's very mm-hmm. sensitive to what I'm playing on. Um, and I know that on that laptop, it's usually quite a bit better. I've been playing better, and then we did that update, and I could tell right away, oh, this is not going to be good. And I, and every game we played since then has mm-hmm. been horrible. Yeah, it's so, sauce you mm. so i don't know if that has to do with the update or not maybe it's not playing well with the virtual pc yeah uh, which could have security things or who knows yeah who knows uh well that wasn't the official news that i was bringing on call of duty i did just want to kind of cover that because that is something going on right now um mm-hmm. my brother-in-law tried to log in sunday just to try it out and it would not register his account mm-hmm. so it wouldn't even let him in the game so he was pretty mad about that Apparently that's a known glitch that has not been fixed. So he's pretty much locked out. And so my brother-in-law was like, nope, not doing it. This is boring and left. So that's the end of that. He'll never try it again. Nope. We lost him. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, But we did talk about this last week and it has been confirmed. We were discussing well with the tease of a possible black ops game coming out in the next installment. You know these hints that they're that they're doing with the Warzone mode. What's going to mm-hmm. happen with Warzone? You know, are, are we going to have a whole new mode? What What's up with that? Um, well, right. Is, we were discussing that there's it, it would be a bad idea to start a whole new battle royale. It doesn't make any sense. Right, mm-hmm. right. So they did make it official. They say that the free to free to play battle royale will be updated over time and become tied to new entries in the Call of Duty series. 
Instead nice. of instead of moving from Warzone to a new battle royale game like we did with Blackout, we will be playing Warzone from here on out. Your progress won't have to be reset when a new like game it. releases. Uh, in an I wonder interview. how that's going to work with your uh, loadouts and stuff, right? Because right now you're pulling loadouts from Modern Warfare. So yeah. maybe it matters what map you're playing on mm-hmm. or what story you're playing in. That's interesting. It just saves your next best loadout type thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I wonder uh, the the like, uh, what do they call it? The armory or whatever on there may just include guns as you update. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Just maybe. Yeah. Here's the well. I guess if you're moving forward in time, yes, that works because you could use a previous gun. But if you're going back to like if we do like a World War II installment again, that mm-hmm. kind of changes things a little bit. Um, yeah. In an interview with Games Radar Infinity War designer director uh, Geoff Smith, explained that Warzone was always designed as a self-contained product and one that could be altered around progression of the series' latest entries. Although Warzone Which makes is sense. Just just based off the fact that they called it Warzone. Because mm-hmm. the other one was Black Ops Battle Royale. Yeah. You know what I mean? This Blackout, was its own mean, thing. Warzone. Blackout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They say, although Warzone is very closely tied to modern warfare, it was designed from the beginning at, at its uh, as its own game. Uh, as the game continues to be updated over time, it will be evolved and become tied to other entries in the Call of Duty universe. So just kind of a repeat of what he had already said. Um so yeah, that's, that's exciting. Like I'm. They're gonna drop support for the other one too. I mean, kind of right. Missed. They're not gonna maintain both. Right, but you so at least can on- have that in Warzone. So, I guess that's the thing. Is it gonna be like Fortnite, where okay, now the rift came and the whole map has changed? Hopefully not. Hopefully do- they'll or- allow you to play both. Or do- yeah, or does that mean we have a Verdansk uh, mm-hmm. map and then we'll have a, I don't know, Bushy Whatever. Bushy map. Uh, right yeah that's that's what i'm picturing yeah and you have different maps and then like you said maybe if it is an installment that is uh earlier in history then you can pick that map and then those guns are available to you right right yeah that's yeah. what i'm and thinking then, and then like you said they're not going to be supporting the actual multiplayer anymore that mm-hmm. like they won't be adding to that they'll just add into the new installment so mm-hmm. right right that's cool i like that idea so that's good news for at least makes me feel a little bit better. It's like, well, if I don't want to buy the next one, at least I'll still have my Warzone progress and I can play that. Because mm-hmm. that's really right now what I'm into. I feel like if it just yeah. multiplayer Call of Duty multiplayer, I just wouldn't be. I just don't get really into it. I was really pumped to play the storyline of this new one and I haven't even touched it yet. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah, it's been so good with, uh, with the uh, Warzone. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still having fun with it. But that's that's all I have, guys, on uh, Call of Duty. That's all I got for you. All Very right. Cool. Hey, where are we at time-wise? Clint, I want to be sensitive. I can't remember exactly when we started because tonight's such a different night. I think like we're... like 9.40, right? Yeah, I think we got started about 10 minutes in, so you're about 35 minutes. Okay. Maybe maybe 40, pushing 40. I'm going I'm to move a little quickly through these. Uh, is that your last news segment, Clint? No, I got one more. Okay. I'm going to fire all... Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to fire two at once right now. Just unload? You're just going to spray? You're going to thirst this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you heard me on the intro. I mentioned Honda and I mentioned Ford for two different purposes. We'll get to Ford here in a minute. Okay. But first, we're going to start with Honda. Um, this is a learning curve for us as dads 
and in the eSport arena. Like I said, we're learning a lot about what's going on. At, but what we are learning over and over and over is it's growing. It's just constantly growing. It's constantly um, creating more lines of revenue. It's constantly becoming more profitable. We've never seen or been around for an entire segment of competition or sport to grow and develop the way esports is. It's like being there when football started. That's kind of what's happening, and it's mm -hmm. just exploding. And so as we're reading about things and learning about different companies, you guys are kind of along for the ride with us because I'm sure most of you guys don't realize how big it is. I mean, some of you, you know, people make a lot of money, but it's an industry that is just growing in all kinds of different directions. This I thought was interesting because it's uh, something that's making it become more real, right? Like a little more like your normal sports. Well, in a normal sport, you have a uh, banner, right? That goes along the edge of the arena, right? And that banner in the modern day is digital, right? So it'll have scrolling ads for whoever sponsors the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. So the NFL or whoever, they've got it and they, they connect with it. And then boom, they're throwing all this stuff up on their, on their banners. Well, when it comes to esports, um, you know, there's not really commercials, right? When we have esports, so there's not breaks in the viewing and, and there's no live arena, right? So you can't, you know, in football, you can. And esports, not so much. I mean, there are breaks during tournaments, and of course, there's all kinds of sponsors then. But mm -hmm. then, during, during the live arena portion where they're competing, there's there's no advertising, right? There's nothing going on. Mm. Uh, well, there has started to be a That's little. That's interesting. Bit. I would have I would have just assumed there was, right? Right. Well, the reason why is because they don't want to take up part of the screen. Does that make sense? Oh, so, yeah, right. uh, you you don't want to end up blocking part of the gameplay and things like that okay. if that makes sense to, to a minimum right just like streamers like to do so what they've done now is within the games in this game specifically we're talking about this jumped on this bandwagon is uh well this would be the lcs which is the league of legends championship series right okay. they've contracted with honda that's their first uh what you would call banner partner okay which means within the game, there's these banners inside the world of League of Legends, right? Like a little flag hanging down that would look like, you know, maybe where the branding of that king would be or uh, different things like that within the game. And now inside of the game, you'll see a Honda banner hanging down. And over on these other places, you're going to see Civic, you know, for the Honda Civic. Whoa. And you're going to see this branding placed inside the game during these live events. Okay. Wow, that's wild. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I think about that. <laughs> I mean, for a modern game, it makes sense, but for like League of Legends, it's kind of fantasy, um, medieval style in a way. Right. Very so. Like, how are you going to fit a Honda sign <laughs> in well, a game like got, that without me being like, "Whoa, what?" You know, they've got pictures of it, and they did a decent job. They keep it very simple, right? Okay. So it's just like a black logo on one of these flags that are hanging down with a big H on it, and underneath it says Honda something. And then on the other one, it's just a white banner, and it just okay. looked like, you know, like one of those banners like you were to tie up with the four corners, yeah. right? Yeah. And you'd see out in front of a pizza place, and it uh -huh. just says Civic in black. So it's okay. definitely not drawing your eye away from the right. game too much. It doesn't interrupt that much. You know and what I mean? It's, it's not on there for the players, right? It's just for the broadcast. Am I correct? Or did the game developers actually, like, put yes. that in there? It's in the game. Yeah. Wow. So, like, when you're yeah. playing, you see your sponsors. 
Not all the time, just during the tournament. So, like, you're during telling me I'm going to be watching, like, uh, next year's BlizzCon in 2021, whenever all this has died off, right? We finally get our events back, hopefully. Um, right. I can see a 3v3 arena matchup in World of Warcraft, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be see a medieval-style monster energy drink. Yeah, our, our Mountain Dew. <laughs> like in a bug. Yeah. That's what you're going to see. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Okay, so this, this has already been going on, which I just didn't know. This is okay. just the first time for them. Um, the very uh, first two partners for, let's see who it was. It says the goal was to uh, replicate the stadium signage uh, commonplace in traditional sports stadiums. Uh, on launch, MasterCard and Alienware were the first two partners signed up for the new banner ads. So this is something that's been going on. Uh, the okay. LEC brought KitKat in. And um, now the LCS is, is joining in this thing, and their first partner is Honda. Um, let's see here. It says the uh, Honda has been with them, actually, for a year, year-to-date right now. And look- they're just taking advantage of this new opportunity and expanding okay. their partnership. So yep. it's their first time actually advertising in the game. Yeah. Hey, right. man. Rather than like a commercial break or anything like that. We're turning into Ready Player One, guys. Yeah. Remember, remember that when everything was in the game, you just did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's funny is like in the sports game, they already are going to have places to put that stuff. Like, it's like Matt and Madden tournaments. Like the, oh, yeah, on yeah. The, even, on even like, uh, what's it called? The game we play rocket league. Special. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like put that. Banners on the walls and stuff. I'm sure you could really even do it in call of duty, you know, just have a torn down looking sign. That's on the wall of the building. Yeah. Lord it knows where dance needs I, that. Yeah, it says Riot Games has brought plenty of brands to the LCS. Uh, Honda is on the list of brand partners that also include Bud Light, Alienware, Samsung, Verizon, Red Bull, We Are Nations, <laughs> State Farm, Buffalo Wild Wings. Whoa. Which brings me, which brings me to the next story because they just signed up Buffalo Wild Wings, and this one's going to blow your mind. Oh boy, here we go. I'm this ready. one is, this one is exciting. Okay. So Buffalo Wild Wings is not signing up to be in the in the live stream, which they probably will, right? But the thing that is groundbreaking for Buffalo Wild Wings is they've signed up to broadcast the event at Buffalo Wild Wings. Whoa. The way they do UFC or any of that Whoa. kind of stuff. That's, so this a, will be a, that's cool. A live, that's a real sport thing. You know, we're talking about they're yeah. going to put baseball, all this stuff, and now you're going to have a night that's dedicated to this big eSport tournament. Wow. Wow. That's and cool. on all their screens, you know what I mean? And so, so that's – if you guys didn't think that, that eSports was a real sport, wake up. It's here. And it's and not I going think, anywhere. I think it's partly because of COVID too, right? Everything's shut down. What are you going to do? Wait, it's one of the only – Time for eSports to shine, baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't hardly shut it down. Hey, now yeah. is that – so is that going to be um, League of Legends then that they're going to be doing that with? Uh, this is – yeah, same company, LCS. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep, that's the League of Legends Championship Series. Okay. That's that okay. That specific league. Um let's see here. They said that they said, you know, basically they're just super excited. Uh they're the first company to do it with it's not like they're the first company to do it with LCS. They're the first company to do it with anybody on their Period. esports stuff. That's so awesome. it's gonna set a new precedence. And it's and it's good because it's not just any company, it's a company who's known for huge game day events, just packing the house. Mm. You know, they've got more TVs than anybody else. You know what I mean? All that. We, we all know that 
when you think of Buffalo Wild Wings, you think of their wings and you think of 500 million screens, you know what I mean, inside of yeah. their building. It's unique. And so it's pretty cool to see them uh, partnering with eSports in this. And so uh, I thought that was big news, unique news. That, that is, is really unique. Cool. Hey, I got to give a shout out to Riot too. Like we've, I know we've reported on some stuff. I think they had some of the issues. Was was it sexual harassment or was it overwork? It was one of those situations where I think we had reported back um, within the past year of them having some issues, right, within their own workforce. But I was watching a documentary, an esports documentary, uh, about a week ago, and I was I didn't make it all the way through because the kiddos were being loud and whatnot. But I did see a thing whenever they first pushed their esports tournament, their league, right. Um, they had their big championship event and got all the way to the semifinals, I believe it was. And mm-hmm. they were having this awesome game where it was like basically came down to like a, a one point type situation where the other team was like real close to ending the game. It was like a real big deal. And the internet went down. Oh, no. Yeah. Lost connection. So then they did it again. They had to reset the whole match because the way it went down, they didn't have any day. Like it didn't save. From that point, mm. so they couldn't go back and recreate the situation either. Even so, they had to restart the whole match. They did this, guys, like seven times. I no. think the players played for a total of five hours of, of redoing this deal. So they eventually had to cancel the event. So the the main guy of the of the company comes out and talks to everybody, and he basically uh, and this is where it kind of won me over. He was like, "Tonight we're gonna have to redo everything. We're gonna refund refund your tickets." We're paying for everyone's hotels, so let us know how much you paid to stay out here. We're going to refund that. He's like, and you're going to get, I think it was $60 worth of in-game um, currency in your store yeah. uh, in the game. And then mm-hmm. he was like, and everything at the merchandise kiosks, totally free. First come, first serve. So you guys go out and get whatever souvenirs you want. Wow. And like the whole crowd just went crazy. Oh, you know. And then right. that pretty much saved them. And then yep. two weeks later, they, they started the event from there, finished the championship, mm-hmm. and it was success. But it was like nice. that one moment of they handled it right and won the mm-hmm. – I thought that was really cool. So yeah, yeah a little, little shout-out to them. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to finish it finish it strong. And by finish it strong, we're finishing it with the doc. because. Nice. You know, with our podcast, as soon as we record and end things, the next day something big happens, and you mm-hmm. know, there you go. That's how you have mm-hmm. it. Um, well, this one's no different. Thursday, Doctor Disrespect announced that this was this past Thursday, so that would have been August sixth. Doctor Disrespect put out a tweet, basically saying tomorrow, you know, he was we're getting we're getting it in. Is basically mm-hmm. what he said. And I right. uh, started a 24-hour splash screen, which was um, pretty hilarious. It was uh, led by, you know, some sweet 80s-style music, and then every once in a while he would cut in with a with a radio host voice and basically make fun of other Twitch streamers and, um, mm-hmm. you know, things going on in, in the eSports streaming world, making fun of different right. things and this 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 looped video went on for twenty four hours, guys. I kid you not. So that mm-hmm. was pretty that was pretty intense. So and people at, watched for twenty four hours. Yes, I don't think I ever even seen it drop below hundred thousand viewers. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, 
yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm just sitting here watching it because at first I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. When's he coming out? No, you know, and he didn't, of course. So I'm like, okay. Well, I'll check in later and see if he went live. Still didn't go live that night. Check it. Still didn't go live. So yeah, 24 hours to the mark. And then he shows up. A little countdown timer come up for five minutes. Did the little five-minute counter. Um, and then the doc, the doc showed up. And he made, kind of made history in a way. Because you're talking about someone that has left Twitch, been banned, and goes to a whole other platform, and he was going strong. It looks like uh, the Champions Club showed up, and uh, they were large and in charge. He hit over 500,000. I think the highest I seen it up to was 519,000 for this big reveal comeback um, for his stream. Um, You'll also notice that uh, in less than an hour... He, he had, like like we said, had over 500,000. And within uh, around 30 minutes into the stream, he said the Champions Club already had over 15 million members. So mm. winning, winning character, Beam has a habit of substituting thousands with millions. So mm. uh, it's likely they had about 15,000 members that were, were uh, subscribed um, mm-hmm. to this channel. And it, that's usually about $5 per subscription. So you see how much money he made just with that. And then not to uh, diminish the fact that he had people donating $300, $500, just randomly mm-hmm. to him. So he was just, and this one, he wasn't even on stream. This crap's just ding, went $10, $20, you know, he hadn't even, mm-hmm. hadn't even showed up yet. So he did address the elephant in the room. He, uh, he went after good old Twitch. He didn't, he didn't go into great detail, but basically said that he still hasn't been told what's up, what the deal is. They still haven't contacted him. Um, he did kind of address all the people who are speculating on what's going on with him. He said that it's a effing cockroach approach. Um, he said there's a small percentage that's creating this sense of urgency to know what happened. He said, but that group is primarily people that just want to see something bad. They just want to mm-hmm. see him get nailed, right? Um, and then he said the larger group that supported him is his Champions Club. And, you know, he said basically the way he is, he's a no BS kind of person, a straight shooter, and, you know, he's not going to lie about this situation. And he said let the legal professionals handle it. That's about all he could say. So, it would not- be rough if there was something major in just, you know, decriminating or whatever. You, what's that word? Criminating, incriminating incriminating yeah mm-hmm. uh that was going on you know what i mean yeah, yeah. he's got all this money he just pulled in you're gonna have a lot of people <laughs> mad if that's the case yeah i really at this point though because i've kind of thought about it I, I think at this point i believe it's really just twitch there's some kind of something that went on financially that they didn't want to do or some kind mm-hmm. of disagreement or it could just be simply they didn't like him right i mean they don't have to disclose in their well, terms of service, would, they don't have why to. Would have, why would they have signed a new $25 million contract with him if they didn't like him? They did that before Mixer fell. Right. So the, so the, only, oh, thing yeah, I, I get that. So the only thing I can see is if Mixer fell and then he had already <laughs> crossed some line that they didn't like, they could just blame it on that. But we'll see because he's yeah. seeking legal action against them. Yeah. So right. I'm with you on that because I feel like if if it was if the table was turned and, and Twitch was trying to get him for something and he was in the wrong, if he was doing something illegal, then this would kind of look bad on him even in court. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like if he would, if he's going out and pulling money for people still and leading stuff on, that's right. going to ruin his name, not just on streaming yeah. forever, but get him in, in further trouble with, uh, you know, the district as, as a defendant. So I don't right. think that I, I, I do don't, I don't think he's in the wrong here. I think, I think that, like you said, Clinton, it was a, a, whatever you want to call it, misunderstanding or whatever on Twitch's part. And I think that they probably handled it very poorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not act like they haven't handled stuff poorly in the past. Right. right. Um, and, and so I think we're going to see, hopefully he gets to the settlement that he needs out of them and stuff like that. Yeah. At least <laughs> because yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I know he's, you're like that. You're like, he doesn't need us. He's making plenty of money, but you know, I, I would, be devastated signing a contract like he did at the with the amount that he did and then all of a sudden somebody pulls the plug on you in the next couple of days well it's also well, that's my big uh, concern is if if they are doing him dirty uh he's obviously got plenty of resources he's doing really well for himself before this so he they know that he's going to sue him mm-hmm. and you know they're going to be liable for at least what the contract is mm-hmm. plus all the damages to his person for mm-hmm. speculation and all this mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. so i just don't see the benefit for the company that's what throws me off yeah it's a really weird deal, um, but it doesn't end there. He does, you know, there is the situation where uh, a band player on Twitch cannot play with um, other Twitch streamers. So all the contacts he's made, all the friends that he has on Twitch mm-hmm. have, have even openly said, we, we want to play with Doc, but we can't. We'll, be, right. we'll get banned. Yeah, so, today, so today I saw in his stream, he was kind of teasing a little bit. And he said, oh, yeah, I'll play with so-and-so. He said, you know, right now everyone's being pansies. He goes, but someone will step up. Someone will get some yeah. cojones, you know. And he was just kind of teasing it along. Um, now, this isn't an exclusive deal to YouTube, guys. So, it's he, you know, he's not partnered with YouTube or anything. This is just him going off on his own. And he's right. still, with the streams he's had recently, still pulling in about 115,000, 119,000 people per stream. So, he's still nice. pulling in big numbers. Still has a big following. Um there's been rumors that, hey, maybe he'll go to Facebook. Maybe he'll... Um, you know what he there, needs there, to do? There is talk about doing his own streaming service on his website. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. Yep. Hey, he's got a, such a following. Let's start a streaming website that he's produced. And then he could give people opportunities on there, like Kickstarters and stuff, mm-hmm. and get some guys on there that are new. I mean, that's just... I don't know. If you have that much of a following, like you said, he's... He's kind of already made it, you know. And yeah, until he's already name, established. He, you know, even mm-hmm. if even if he was done before this point, it's kind of like he had already made his mark on game right. streaming and esports that world um, already. I don't know any gamer alive that that's in the online gaming that doesn't know who the streamer Doctor Disrespect is. Um, right. With that said, he also this was kind of funny. He started playing Rogue Company, um, and so. We had talked about Rogue Company on the podcast. I was looking at some of the gameplay. It looks pretty good. Very similar to Valorant, CSGO, meets Overwatch, that kind of um, okay. feel to it. Um, just looks a little more polished, maybe. Um, hmm. It does look intriguing, but I'm not going to tell you that we need to go play this game when it com- comes <laughs> out because we're just trying to wrap our minds around Warzone right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the doc during his stream had tweeted out um, about the maps, was basically uh, critiquing the maps of the game. And uh, Rogue Company's developers called him out and said, all right, Doc, you got 24 hours, make us a map, and we'll put it in the really? game, and we'll call it the arena for the Champions Club. So mm. uh, the Doc did. He revealed his map today. Um, 
and it, you know, just kind of showed it off, showed off the layout. Um, so we'll see. Looks like the arena is going to be coming to Rogue Company, uh, brought to you by the Doctor Disrespect. So That's pretty cool. He's got a lot of things going. His stream is different. He said that they're doing things different. Um, I mean, it, it's he's spending more time talking to his chat, looking at other videos, playing different games, and uh, he just says uh, that he's got a lot of things working in the background that aren't just going to be him sitting around playing video games. So. Mm-hmm. To me, it sounds like he's ready to, whatever Twitch did to him, he's ready to capitalize on not letting that happen again and, mm-hmm. you know, creating something more than just a gaming stream. So right. we'll, we'll see what he brings to the table. And of course, we'll bring you guys uh, up to date. And then also another streamer who um, put out an announcement, Shroud is going to be coming back to Twitch. Not really a big surprise there. So um, he hasn't went live yet. But we'll keep you guys updated on all that crazy esports world that's going on right now. Um, that's all we got. I was wondering if anybody was going to notice that I said I had three stories and was going to hit two of them and then let Clint go. Oh, uh, they went together, but it's okay because no, remember I, I mentioned mentioned I mentioned Honda and Ford, but you guys didn't hear anything about Ford. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, we we can roll. Well, you told me you were going to combine it all, so that was the last thing I heard. Mm, I said I'm going to combine two of them because they're connected. Oh. Yeah, it's all right. I forgive you. It's no big deal. I just Awkward. want to see where we're going to go all the way through and jump to the next session and just leave me or what was going to happen. And I got left. So no, it's just like it's just like Warzone. No big deal. Anyways, the uh, this what one is Warzone. What what happened Warzone? I get left behind because I suck. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I mean here, I kind of played off of the words because I had Honda in the news. I played off of Ford in the news. This is not Ford, the motor company. This is Ford Models, which is a huge uh, talent agency that recruits models, actors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, they, and they do other things. They've got other branches within sports and things like that. Kind of like uh, the Varner recruiting that we talked about, right, from mm-hmm. Gary V. Well, they have now expanded also. So this just shows you what's happening in the esports. This is a quick one. Uh, Ford Model Company um, has now has four model, Ford Model Esports and Gaming. And they've already contracted with a few gamers to represent them as their uh, agents and their talent, you know, scouts, I guess you can call it. Um, so they they will be representing these guys. Uh, let's see if I could give you a couple names real quick. You've got uh, the talent include, it says Cavs, Legions, NBA 2K League player Timothy O'Leary. Uh, and esports caster Paul Rabies. Rabies, don't know how you pronounce his last name. And uh, I hope we never I meet that guy in real life. That's, that's hey, you're that Rabies name, guy. So. so it probably is Rabies because it's not his last name. He's okay. Paul Rabies Santero. Okay. Uh, so I like that name. Rabies. These, these, yeah, these two guys have have uh, signed on with them as their representative. Ryan's their, name's uh, Syphilis. Sorry. I yeah. Didn't throw it in there. Ryan Syphilis Maddox. Uh, anyways. Just wanted to mention that you're seeing more and more companies jumping into the uh, agency side of things for the esports, and it's kind of cool to see that it's not just for the players, right? This guy is an announcer, esports caster, which we've talked about getting involved with ourselves if we can, which would be fun. Um, and he's got an agent that's representing him, so that's just kind cool. of a interesting growth we're seeing. Yeah, man, it's just popping off all over. Mm-hmm. You know, man. Okay, cool. 
Well, sorry I cut you off, buddy. I really thought you combined all your stuff earlier. You're good. You're good. It's like when we go to the gulag and we got one more chance at the gulag and then Clinton backs out. <laughs> it's exactly like that. That's exactly it what is it like is. like that, yeah. He's is like, it, uh, it doesn't matter anyways. You guys probably wouldn't want it, which is, is the that, truth. But. Here's a serious question. Is it gulag or gulag? It gulag. doesn't matter. On this podcast, we have freedom of speech, and we all pronounce stuff wrong all the time. So Right. Yeah, but they actually say it within the game. In a British yeah, accent. but that could just, that could just be his accent. Gulag. Yeah. Maybe. Gulag. You know, with a Russian mm-hmm. accent. Mm-hmm. That's my best Russian you're getting tonight, guys. I hear you. Speaking of that, we rushing into this next segment. Let's do it. it. Here we go. Okay, so we're going to jump into this quiz. And I thought this would be appropriate for you guys um, because it's only true 90s kids will get these quizzes, this quiz right. Okay. 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 So I feel like. Majority of your guys' life was in... I mean, you got a little 80s, right? But you got the 90s mostly, right? We're, yeah, we're, we're 90s kids, for sure. Yeah. We were three years in the 80s, but we only remember yeah, the yeah, 90s, yeah. honestly. Okay, for sure. We lived so we thought, lived through our parents' VHS concert tracks that they had. Mm-hmm, you remember mm-hmm. those live con- concerts? I don't know if your oh, parents yeah. ever had some, but... Definitely. put them in, it's like Let's Garth Brooks up there, live concert. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I got this quiz here, and we're going to see who knew the 90s better, okay? Obviously. Um, and if for some reason you guys tie, I have some Easter eggs that we can whip out. Okay. So, um, and if we don't get to the Easter eggs, we'll use them for another another time. So, nice. anyways, without further ado, I think there is 12. Okay. Um, I can dig 12. Hey, Justin, 13. thank you for the 315 stars. You're a wonderful person. That's right. Yes. We're going to, Justin, I'm going to blaze through this and then we're going to wrap it up and we'll try to get on as soon as possible. He's asking what time we're getting on Warzone. Gotcha. So, I know you like to blaze. That's right. Blaze. 20 blazing. <laughs> All right. So, here we're starting off with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Which year was Sonic the Hedgehog released? Was it A, 1994? Okay. B, 1992? C, 1991, or D, 1997? A, 1994. B, 1992. C, 1991, or D, 1997? I'm ready. Okay, give me your answer. Three, two, one. A. 1994 for me. So whatever that was. Which is A. Okay. So you both guessed A, and you both were wrong. Nice. Was it really 92? (laughs) It was 91. Really? 1991. Yes. Dang, the first Sonic the Hedgehog game was released in the early 90s, aka 1991. I thought the first Sonic came out while I was while I was into gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that age, I really wouldn't have been yet. So that's surprising. That is okay. surprising. Man. Well, the, this next one's going to be pretty simple or pretty easy, I thought. But uh, you guys <laughs> might not know. So let's see. Uh, Justin said A. Sorry, Justin. That's not correct. Uh, which game right? console was that original Sonic that we just talked about released on? Is it A, the Sony PlayStation, B, the Sega Genesis, D, 
I'm sorry, I skipped C. C, the Sega Dreamcast, or D, Nintendo GameCube. So we got A, Sony PlayStation, B, Sega Genesis, C, Sega Dreamcast, or D, Nintendo GameCube. So you said this is easy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't believe it. It's a hard one. It's a hard one? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. I knew this. Read them again. I got it right. Rise, rise, having a rough time. Is it A, Sony PlayStation, B, Sega Genesis, C, Sega Dreamcast, or D, Nintendo GameCube? The first Sonic, the one we just talked about. What was B? B is Sega Genesis. And C was Sega Dreamcast? Yes. I didn't think any of those existed in 91. None of the four you just listed. Justin said C. Not not gonna say that that's you know, but yeah. Justin's going with C. I'm ready, but Dreamcast? but I don't feel like any of those existed, so I'm definitely. Okay. You guys got you. What about you, Clint? You ready? Yeah, but I can't remember which letters associated with what. Okay. Oh my God! Listen carefully right now. Right. A, Sony PlayStation. Uh-huh. B, Sega Genesis. Uh-huh. C, Sega Dreamcast. Or D, the GameCube. You gotta love the GameCube, man. Good game system. Let's go. All right. Three, two, one. It's B. B. The Sega Genesis yeah. mm-hmm. is correct. You guys are right. That was a lot of lead on for just that you was. guys. Knowing, I was really trying to mess with Ryan. I thought he was going to oh, hit Dreamcast. Wait. I thought he was going for it. My mind got so so worried that it was too easy that I was thinking, was there a Sega before Genesis? <laughs> no, Genesis <laughs> is the beginning, man. No, I get it. I get that. But that's what I was saying in my head. I'm thinking, no, because I know it was Sega, obviously, that Sonic came out on. Yeah, I think it I was. Know Dream, I know Dreamcast was after. But then my mind started thinking Genesis was the second version, even though Genesis means the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the beginning in the Bible. It doesn't mean the beginning. But, yeah. So, anyways, I got it right. All right. Our next 90s question is, who is the main villain? This one's easy. You only got two answers here so you pick for two <laughs> hey, all right, all who right. was the main villain in the crash bandicoot franchise was it a dr neocortex or d or sorry keep going to d instead of b wow. a dr neocortex or b dingo dial are we really asking this question right now yes mm-hmm. okay i'm ready I uh, didn't even get the countdown. Dang, guys. Well, I mean, you know, Dingo was just there. He was Dingo like Dial. The, the fifth, he the fifth a, boss or something. He was pretty tough. Yeah, he was tough. Dr. But he wasn't Cortex has been the um, arch enemy of Crash Bandicoot since he appeared in the first game. So, you know, I, Dr. Neo Cortex is just Mario who fell into a vat of acid and was turned. <laughs> no. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyways, <laughs> next one, we're going to stay with Bath, uh, uh, the, the, the Crash Bandicoot. So far, um, there's been two easy ones and one that was not, you know. Right. Let's see. What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's sister? Oh. Okay. Mm. Was it Sasha Bandicoot? Was it Lizzie Bandicoot? Was it Coco Bandicoot? Or was it Chrissy Bandicoot? Uh, 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 uh. 
So okay. I'll read those again without the Bandicoot, obviously, because the Bandicoot is the last. I got it. Is it A, Sasha, B, Lizzie, C, Coco, or D, Chrissy? I'm ready. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Coco. C. Coco is correct. Good job, guys. Good thing I bought that remaster. Coco Bandicoot is the younger sister of Crash Bandicoot. Just like her older brother, she was genetically engineered through Dr. Neocortex and Dr. Nitrous Bioevolution Ray. Hmm. Okay. All right. Is it Bandicoot or Bandicoot? Bandicoot. They're Bandicoots. Okay. I thought I heard a Bandicoot in there. Nope. Ryan smiled big. I think he did hear it. Okay, go ahead. So... Next on our 90s list is, what was the last Super Mario game released in the 90s? Mm. Was it A, Super Mario Bros. 3, B, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, C, Super Mario World, or D, Super Mario 64? Wait a minute, I think you read two answers. Back. They sound the same because they're all Super Mario. A, Super Mario Bros. 3. Okay. B, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Okay. C, Super Mario World. And D, Super Mario 64. Which was the last game in the 90s. And this is just Mario only, not including the party games and all that stuff. No, it's just the four that I just read off to you. Yeah, it's not it's not including Crash, uh, you know, stuff like that. I get what you're saying. It's just the super regular Super Mario games. I'm saying yeah, it's I'm not ready. including Mario Kart and all that other stuff. Right. That's what I meant. I said Crash. I meant Mario Kart. Yeah. Okay. Literally, I don't know. It's out of the four that I just named off. Literally, I got my answer. Me too. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm Three, wrong. Three, two, That's one. Sixty-four. Mario sixty-four. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Well, that was a toughie, though, because I couldn't remember about Yoshi's Island. Super when I was like, I think Mario 64 was first released by Nintendo in 1996, making it the final game in the Super Mario franchise to be released in the 90s. The next game in the franchise was released in 2002. Wow, six years later? Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's a long time. That is a long time. I guess now that's because Kart got big after that. That's what they did next. Mario Kart, Mario Party, and then Paper Mario, I think. This next one is going to be a little tough because on my quiz it has a picture of this character, but you guys aren't going to get to see a picture, so you're just going to have to try to identify with name. We could see the picture if you want to show it to us. Yeah, I can describe the person if you want me to. Okay. Okay, that works. So which fighting video game in the 90s franchise is the home character of Nina Williams? Nina Williams is a blonde girl with a cheetah print top, and she is a white woman who fights. Okay, so she's 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 the home character. What's that mean? No, I said which uh, fighting game or video game character. Sorry, which fighting game franchise is does this character belong to? Oh, there's a home for this character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of pants she got on? I think I already know, but I can't see the pants in my picture here. But no shoes, it, no nothing. Hmm. No, it's just the top half. Is it a? She's Tekken. blonde, white with a cheetah print on top. Come on, yeah. Man. Okay, okay. You Tekken. remember her? A Tekken, Maybe. B 
Street Fighter, C, uh, Virtua Fighter, or D, Soul Calibur. Man, Ryan, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of women that fly through my head in the 90s that were in fighting games. In fighting games, Hunter. Um, uh, I, mean, I, I think... Into the 90s, like, look at that realism. No, not Boops. in the 90s. Boop. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Tekken. Hey. hey. Wow, you guys are correct. Yeah. And so is Justin. Justin is correct too. He's got an A. Yeah, played a lot of Tekken, baby. Just they're just bouncing up and down one spot. Yep. Hands up, baby. Ready to go. <laughs> sure. Suplex, power bomb, all of a sudden pro wrestling breaks out. Like, Wait a minute, I thought this was like right. martial arts. You played enough Tekken. Yeah. Then you I picked the know tiger. I picked the tiger dude. King. King was. You really should good. know this answer. All right, let's go. Okay. In Tekken, what is the name of Jin Kazama's mother? Gwen Kazama's. Is it no Jin? Jin Kazama's no, the mother. Mo- the mom's it's name the was main, Gwen. The main guy. The Gwen, main guy. Right, Gwen okay. Kazama. Is it Asuka Kazama? Megan Kazama? Jin Kazama? Or unknown. What's his name? His name is Jin. So the mom's J- name might, might be Jin too? J-I-N. Uh, the Jun. It's really like Jun. J-U-N. So Yuen. Asuka Kazuma, Megan Kazuma, Jun Kazuma, or unknown. I didn't even know this game had like a deep, rich story of whose mother was who. Oh, you play Tekken yeah. all the time. It's like Mortal Kombat. It's got backstories. Yeah, I just played the arcade, you know, just go in and fight some buddies, you know. I didn't play the story mode, the the, the tournament mode. But I know my answer, so I'm sticking to it. Okay. okay. I got mine. Three, two, one. Asuka. E. So you said Asuka, A. Eh? Yeah, he's saying A, yeah. I'm saying D is in dog because that's part of his backstory is he doesn't know who his mom is. Oh, D. I thought you said B. Okay. You both are incorrect. It is Jun. J-U-N. Ooh, I thought Jun was too like easy. Jun and Jun. Yeah. yeah. You, guys, you like how confident my story yeah. was? Like I knew his story. You totally <laughs> have me, you had me, you had me freaked out. I was like, oh boy. Jun okay. first appeared in Tekken 2. Jun mysteriously vanished after the events of the second game, much to fans' disappointment. That's funny. It's because she wasn't wearing a name tag, obviously. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Next in our 90s uh, matchup here, we have which horror game video, or sorry, which horror game, which horror video game? Jeez, I cannot talk. It's because you're not the 90s. Like yeah, you're still, you're still tied up. Which Man. horror video game franchise came first? Was it A, Resident Evil, B, Doom, C, Silent Hill, or D, Dino Crisis? I've got, my, I've got my answer. A, Resident Evil, B, Doom, C, Silent Hill, or D, Dino Crisis? This is not really a 90s question. I say this with with authority, but then I don't, because then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, because you're thinking maybe the other one. Yeah. Right, I thought the same thing, but I'm going with what my gut says. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, doom. doom. Oh, 
Damn, you guys got that right. Yeah, because it originated in PC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Originally released on December 10th of 1993, the first game was later rebooted in 2016. Oh, I thought Doom was earlier. I thought Doom was the end of the 90s, the end of the 80s. I mean, that's yeah. what I was like, mm, that's not the 90s question. What I you thought, guys I know? thought it was mid-90s. What you guys know about that Pokemon, though? <laughs> um, Pokemon, it, it launched, what, 97, 96, somewhere around there? What is the first region of the Pokemon world called? Ooh. The first is oh, it Oh, crap. I'm sure that's good. It's called Galar. Catch them all. <laughs> is what? it Kanto? A, Kanto. Okay. Lope. B, Galar. Or C, Jonto. I'm ready. Wow, I hate you, Ryan, just because you're the Pokemon guy. Kanto, Galar, or Jonto? I got my answer. Three, two, one. C. Kanto. You said C, Clinton? Yeah. Wow. You said Ryan knew all about Pokemon, and you were <laughs> right because he got it right. <laughs> wow, I hate you. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> hate such a strong like word. That. I enjoyed that. That's a replay. You the, need to clip that out. The host cannot a- be rude like that. You don't see Reege out there tearing up the people. It's almost <laughs> to get the million, you know. Oh, you're an idiot. The first Pokemon games, Pokemon Red and Green versions, came to Nintendo Game Boy System in Japan on February 27th, 1996. Okay. Riddle me this. What's the score? I'm up by one. Ryan is up by one. Name this. This is going to be an easy one, I think. I don't know how much you guys know this, but name this video game character. This video game character is a dragon out seeking an adventure to save his kingdom. Is his name A. Spyro, B. Cairo, C. Kylo, or D. Spizo? The fact that you put this in here makes me ashamed. I'm ready. I didn't put it in here. It's part of it. Yeah, he didn't make this one. That's why it's not as good. It's more like Ryan's. Oh, Kids World. (laughs) Kids Kids World. Yeah. (laughs) It's still tough We're, enough. There's some in here we don't know. Yeah, right, it'd be tough for Claire. Throw, give, give it to me. Three, two, oh, one. Rory. Spyro. Oh, my God. Easy. Spyro, yeah. yeah. Okay. If Spyro we didn't get that right, we don't deserve to be 90s gamers. Fun fact. Actually, the original game went on to sell a total of 5 million copies worldwide. I was going to say, for me, Spyro, I thought, should have kept going like like uh, Mario. Like, it was that big of a game. I loved Spyro. Mm, it was well done. Got another easy one for y'all. You ready for this? Yeah. What is the iconic duo's name from the Resident Evil series? Is it A, John and Mindy, B, Leon and Claire, C, Leon and Kelly, or D, John and Claire? Claire! Yeah, I'm ready. B. B, Leon and Claire. It'd be hilarious if one of you got that wrong. I'd have been so happy. But really, originally it was uh, Barry and Jill. Just so you know, John or Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield are the main characters in Resident Evil Two. It is the best-selling Resident Evil game for a single platform, shipping over five million copies on PlayStation alone. Actually, it would have been Chris wow. and Jill. I messed that up. I am curious to see if you know this one because your old. 
friend here who was born in 93, so like very young in the 90s, got this one right. Okay. 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 In the first Super Smash Bros. video game, how many playable characters were there? Oh, golly. Was there A, 5, B, 17, D, 8? God, I keep skipping C. Sorry. C, 8, and D, 12. How many playable characters? You said the number that was in my head. How many playable characters are there? Was there A, 5, B, 17, C, 8, or D, 12? Okay, one, two, three. Answer. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. D. Eight. Oh. Eight. Oh. Eight. Not A. Eight. You went for eight, and then Ryan went for twelve. Yeah, I was debating between eight, but I think twelve. That was my that was my gut thought in the beginning. Twelve. Hmm. Ryan, glad you know a lot about Pokemon, but you also know about Smash Bros. Because you got that. Part. Oh, you got me again. I love it. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. was a commercial success, selling over 5 million copies worldwide by 2001. What's, all, hey, what's up with all the 5 million? By 2001, mm. I had moved on to PlayStation 2. Okay. Oh, PlayStation 2, you mean uh, the one that had Tomb Raider on it, right? Yeah. Oh, so you might know this next one. Yeah. <laughs> In the original Tomb Raider released in 1996, who is the main villain? Boops. Is it A, <laughs> Marco Batoli? Uh, B, Larson Conway? C, Werner Von Croy? Or D, Jacqueline Natia? Boy, those are some interesting names. A, Marco Batoli? B. Larson Conway, C. Warner Von Croy, or D. Jacqueline Natella. I'm reading Not- the chat. Justin says Marco Polo. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay, I got my answer. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, I'm ready. He's totally Three, ready two, with these villains. Wait, 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 wait! Don't say it. What? For some reason, when Clint said what he just said, I forgot what I was going with. Okay, so A, Marco Batoli. Yeah. B, Larson Conway. I'm on. C, okay. I know Warner I Von Croy or D, Jacqueline Natella. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Larson C. Conway. Which is C. B. So you went with Warner Von Croy. Yes, okay. I was going to go with Larson, so I hope I'm. Oh, I switched it. My and guess said Larson. Larson that's okay. You both are wrong. It was Jacqueline. Oh. Jacqueline was the um, main antagonist in this one. I think the next one to be released was actually Warner Von Croy. Okay. So very, you were close there, Ryan. Um, Hey, yeah, that was good. Jacqueline was the original villain of the Tomb Raider franchise, making appearances in Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Anniversary, and Tomb Raider Underworld. Mm. All those names were really good and solid. Like those were some really well done villain names. Yeah. Larson yeah. Codway. Well, only the first one. The first one was like a Spaniard, and it didn't sound like it fit to me. It's like, nah, that's the only one I threw out. Had to be some well, rich guys, guy out. That was actually the last question, which means Clint or Ryan won by two points. Two? Heck yeah! Beast mode. Get you a second one. I just gave everybody on the live stream some sweaty pits. <laughs> 
I think that was perfect because what are we? What is our time frame now? We've been on probably for what? We're at, an we're hour at and defeated time frame. Defeated. Cancel episode seventy eight. Redo. <laughs> hey, something oh, no. I forgot. Something I did forget to, to click record. That would be a rough one. That would be. Forgot to say this in the news, but I'm going to go ahead and announce it now. Hitman Three is going to include PlayStation VR. Wow. Oh. So you're going to get to go around and kill people in VR. I'm in. Yep. It looks sweet. They did a little trailer, a little VR trailer. Shows you. That's coming out on the new PlayStation? Um, It'll come out for both. Hmm. I mean, it'll obviously be up res and all that stuff for, for 5, but I right. think most of the games that are coming out for 5 will be coming out for 4 for a while. At least. Justin said awkward. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, I decided I'm just going to be a rich person in the future, and I'm just going to have every console that comes out. So I'll have a couple gaming computers so I can stream easy. You know, I'm going to have that's, both consoles. That's how I used to be when I was a kid, and my daddy was rich. See, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm going to start doing it again. A lot but of I got, YouTubers do that. I got married, and my dad cut me off, man. No one told me that. Yeah. All of a sudden, it was kind of like, well, you're a, you're a man now. Mm-hmm. Have fun. But dang, dad. <laughs> Mason, buy my own meals now, you know? We go out to eat, big family dinner. Oh, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get the girls. I'll get Mikhail something. You're on your mm-hmm. own, son. And I'm like, what the heck, dude? Can't even buy me a meal. Yeah. It is awkward, though, still, like, especially if it's your spouse's parent. I'm sure uh-huh. anybody out there listening can relate. Like, if you're the dad and your wife's dad is going out with you, you're kind of like, well, I do here. you're a fan. You know what I mean? Like, are you paying? Because <laughs> like the one time I expect you to pay is going to be awkward. And then every other time I try to pay, you act like you're paying. And it's just, oh, like, you know, how many years is that going to go on? We're 13 years in or whatever right now. It's still weird. It's for me. It's like it's understood that like it, my, with my parents, at least it's on a special occasions like birthdays and stuff. They pay for our meal. Right, mm. right. But if it's not, we're just, we pay for ours, they pay for theirs. Right. Yeah. My dad just does this weird thing of like every once in a while, like, yeah, I'll pay for Claire, pay for Annalise, or I'll get Mikhail's. So it's, it's weird enough to where it's like, I want to expect it. Like we're out right. and I'm kind of like, hey, dad, so what's up? And he'll just smile at me. Which one are you going to pay what, for? What are you getting at? And it's kind of like, no, you're paying for all of it tonight. Oh, cool, dad. Thanks for inviting us. Well, it's different for your own dad, though, right? Because you can even hit him with that. I can go, hey, pops. He's like, you guys want to grab something? Yeah, if you're paying, you know, I can just hit him with that. (laughs) You know, what's what's the split going to be to that? He's like, what do you guys want to eat? And it's like, I don't know how much, like, do I have a father in law? Justin Justin just said, he never cuts me off. So, yeah, yeah. see, but so that's what I'm saying. So is mine. He usually pays. And early on, it was one of those, you know, you're kind of not that comfortable letting them, but then it became kind of normal. But then there's been those times since then where I acted like it was normal and it felt weird. And I was like, nope, I got to redo. Okay, I got to re- go, go back, reset this thing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Now, so, I did I did, want, I did want to let you guys know about our Twitter feed so while we're talking about this. Um, everybody in the chat um, and guys, uh, anyone listening in on the audio podcast or the video podcast, Mm-hmm. Get back with us. Let us know in any messages on Facebook or email. However, let us know what your experience is. I might even post a a uh, poll on mm-hmm. this. And this is what reminded me I needed to 
discuss our recent poll last week. I did a little poll over on the Twitter, and uh, we're just going to give percentages. Um, we did, what is your favorite Battle Royale game currently? Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, Call of Duty Warzone won. So, uh, in right, second, how much landslide? Like, how close was it? Uh, it was 40%. 40%. Okay. Yeah. So. so Fortnite was uh, tied up in second with Apex. So there you go. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was good. Good. So we'll start doing some more polls, just try to get the community more involved in with the podcast, um, mm-hmm. just so you guys have a little bit more of a voice, too, where we're getting getting some answers from you guys. I think that'd be kind of fun to start doing. What's the poll you're going to put out this time? The dad Pro- thing? Probably going to be what, you know, we'll make up some answers on how do you react to dad either paying or not paying. We'll figure it out after the podcast. We'll talk yeah, about yeah. it, okay. how to word it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that'd be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in on episode 78. We feel like we brought some fun, some late night giggles. Definitely. Had a good time. Yeah, it was great. So uh, please go like and share our page. Let people know about the podcast. You can uh, support us over on Patreon, uh, Delirious Dads Gaming, also, check out the website. We're going to be rolling out video content very soon of gameplay, uh, Hunter on his phone, and just a lot of fun stuff that, you know, you can only get here with Delirious Dads. That's right. Oh, man, that's good. That's <laughs> only right <good>. here. <laughs> well, with that said, guys. Stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.